On this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast, I sit down with Anna Rotolo, one of our newest members, somebody who's super consistent. She's a breast cancer survivor and an overall badass. She shares a few tips on how to stay consistent and how to really kind of develop your why. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Prodigy's Simply Fit. You are listening to Prodigy's Simply Fit Podcast, a podcast created for those who are not interested in working out to be better at working out. Instead, they simply want to get fit so they can do the things that they love to do. My name is Andrew Hamill, and I'm the founder and CEO of Prodigy Fitness in Pleasanton, California, where we simplify fitness for busy adults looking to invest in their health, crush their fitness goals, and live their best life. So join me weekly as I tackle all things fitness to give you the tools you need to be simply fit. All right, everyone, welcome to this episode of Prodigy Simply Fit Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Hamill, and today I am joined by one of our uh, newest uh, kick-ass members, Anna Rotolo. She uh, joined, her and her crew joined us at the beginning of 2020. Um and I wanted to bring Anna on because uh, she is a super powerful woman, not only professionally, uh, but has defeated breast cancer, which I think is amazing. And so I wanted to bring her on to talk about kind of her fitness journey and um, kind of potentially give you guys some tips and tricks that you could use to get started or to kind of find that motivation. So um, Anna, welcome. Thank you so much uh, for for joining us. Um, and you. yeah, kind of if you if you don't mind kind of giving a little bit of a background as to kind of how you got into fitness and, and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So um, I've been into working out pretty much my whole life. I mean, I have a lot of energy. Um, I have to get rid of it somehow and I'm in a high stress job. So, and I'm a mom and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, working out for me gives me a release, gives me an escape um, and just lets me really um, just to just get away from it all and just, stay strong mentally and physically. So my whole life, I've always just been doing something. I've always been working out. I love working out, um, whatever that workout might be at the time. Right. So, yeah, very cool. Very cool. No, and I love how you touched on the points of like kind of that mental release or that escape. Right. And I think that's something that people often don't think about, right. They think about like working out is like the physical aspects of working out, but mm -hmm. there's so much like mental, you know, benefit that you'll get from working out, even just being able to like unplug for an hour and just, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving my phone in the cubby. Like I'm not, I'm not looking at it. I'm just going to get away from all of my work stresses, my life stresses, and just kind of be with my, me and myself for an hour. Um, yeah. I think it's super powerful for people. Yeah, it's, it really, really is. And, um, I think I've been really fortunate that I've taken the journey of fitness in my life because I can seriously think, um, about two times in my life, and there's probably been more, but I can literally think of one time where being super strong and fit saved me physically. And then I can think of another time where being um, physically fit saved me mentally. And um, if you would like, um, would you like me to sort of touch yeah, on this? Please, please do. Okay. No, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one is when I got uh, my surprise diagnosis of breast cancer. And that was a self-found um, cancer. I found it myself. And um, the doctors thought it was just a stage one, uh, simple, easy, 
Um, I was very strong. I was running a lot at the time. I actually ran a 5K. No, it was a wharf to wharf, so it was a six mile. I ran it um, before my very first surgery. Um, when I woke up after that surgery, um, lo and behold, I had a three inch mass in me and I was diagnosed stage three. So a whole nother plan came around, um, one in which it involved two years of basically treatments. And uh, we're talking chemo, losing hair, um, nine surgeries, 35 days of um, radiation. It hurt, it hurt a yeah. lot. But by the fact that my body was so strong from having been in fitness and in strength, um, I could take it. I mean, it's not that I wasn't in pain. I was really in pain, but my body could take it. And I told the doctors, just do whatever you need to do because I have boys. I have to raise them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's still emotional to me. Yeah. Um, but so my body had the strength to bring me through this. And um, my fitness brought me through it too, because I registered for stuff while I was going through my journey because I needed that in me. Yeah. Um, and I remember I ran, I registered um, for a 10K weeks before my double mastectomy. And I was so emotionally charged around it. I mean, I was just like, I have to do this, you know, I have to. And my girlfriend was by my side. We ran through the rain, but it was because it meant so much to me that like, if I could do this, if my body can do this, I can do everything else. Yeah. After my second chemo, we ran a 5k and I had 15 people on my team running with me. And it was just like to get that strength and that power. So that's just sort of like what fitness has been to me. It's just been, so it saved me because my body could take it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's the physical side of it. Right. And then you get to the mental side of it. So don't let me fool you. I'm, you know, just like everybody else where you mess in your head and stuff like that. You just like your head's going, uh, you know, just like, and, um, it was four years ago. I was um, getting ready for another challenge. The gym I was at, we used to have these challenges and I'm competitive. I love competing. And I remember all of a sudden I just started crying and my trainer's going, what's wrong? And I go, I want to be before cancer. I don't want to be in this. And it was, um, what it was is I realized seven years later that I was still living in fear. Mm. And all of a sudden in this tiny little gym, I have this realization that I'm living in fear and I'm going to release this now. And in this challenge, I'm going to, I'm going to mentally release. And through that, my body transformed. And I would say that was really four years ago what fitness did for me was just amazing. I dropped, okay, so besides dropping like 15 pounds, which was, I didn't even know I had 15 pounds to drop, but I mm -hmm. did. I broke every record I had. Like I went to like doing 54 push-ups, to, you know, doing pull-ups, to wall sitting for 12 minutes or something crazy like that. But once I released my fear and my, I let my mind really be present in my fitness, 
it was like my body said yes and it was just it's it's amazing so that's like that's the mental savior that i'm talking about that fitness yeah. gave me it yeah. was just powerful and i can just still remember it so vividly um so that's that's why i do it i mean that's i i love it it saved yeah. me twice so yeah no that's awesome and i think to that point right i think <clears throat> what people don't often realize is that your mind is really really powerful both positively and negatively right like and it's not something that you probably you know like you were kind of saying like it what you know you probably didn't realize but you were living with this fear and it wasn't until you had kind of that aha moment but like that fear like subconsciously was holding you back and and i think that you know going with fitness right for example and investing in yourself you are able to show yourself like i can do a lot of really amazing things like my body is a really powerful tool um, and it's just about like getting yourself to believe in yourself that you can do it. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. No, I, I, I'm, I'm actually really glad to hop on this podcast with you because those are two stories that I, you know, like I said, we've, we've known each other for, oh gosh, it's almost a year now, but yeah, uh, yeah, those are, I, I appreciate you sharing those. Those are, those are amazing stories. Um, so what would you say to somebody who, you know, maybe on the fence, right? Uh, maybe they've tried, they, they feel like they've quote unquote tried everything. They've tried every diet or they've tried every, you know, fitness regimen or they do whatever. Like what are maybe like one to three like tips that you may have for somebody who is just struggling and they just, they just want, like they're, they're tired of what they're, maybe how they're feeling, how they're looking, that maybe they just lack confidence, whatever it is. Like what are, what's like one to three things that you would tell them? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. So um, one thing is um, it's small steps. Mm. Don't make it too big of a step because you're going to overwhelm yourself. And that's like with any commitment you make in life, right? Just take one step at a time. Don't look at the thousand stairs in front of you. Look at the first step, right? Yeah. So um, showing up is step one. And don't worry if you can't lift five pounds or 50 pounds. It's just step one, show up. So ways to make it easier to show up is get your clothes ready the night before, get your water ready the night before. So you don't have to think about all those things. And I still, to this day, do that every night. Yeah. It's a habit now. It's not like something I have to think about. Um, getting a support group is so strong. I, you know, I have my mm -hmm. SSAM team and <laughs> we've been together a very long time. And there's like, if one of us doesn't show up, we're texting each other. Where were you? Where are you? Are you okay? Having that support team um, really helps. But I would say one, just take the first step. And the first step is just show up and don't have worries about if you can do a push-up. I could not do a push-up for a very, very long time. I still remember my first push-up I did, you know what I mean? And it's a yeah. huge accomplishment, it's so great. Um, but allow people to be on this journey with you and just um, find where you feel comfortable, take that first step and then just let go and be there. And just, it's amazing when you do. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I think that's powerful. And I, I, I love the, the, the tip of, um, you know, kind of setting your clothes out, you know, the night before or, um, you know, kind of getting all of those hurdles out of the way, right? Like, I mm -hmm. think that um, that going along the lines of like, for example, when, you know, people are, are trying to eat better, like meal prepping, for example, right? Like spending yeah. that hour or two on the weekend and just meal prepping. So you don't have to think about it. You just grab and go. And um, I think that's powerful because 
you have, if you think about it, right, then you give that, give yourself that chance or that opportunity to talk yourself out of it, right? Like, right. if if my clothes aren't set out the night, you know, the night before, and, and like I give myself that chance of like, oh well, I got to go into my drawer, get my clothes out, like I, you know, I'm just gonna go back to bed, like it's, yep. it's whatever. So, um, I I think that's awesome. And, and another I, thing I always say is just when the alarm goes off, just get out of bed. Yes. And yes. because don't stall, don't think about it, don't just get out of bed, fall out of bed if you have to, just get out of bed. It's yeah, like, absolutely. It's like, that's the first step, right? Right, right. <laughs> get into um, your clothes and then go. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and I've even started, uh, I don't know if you've read the book, uh, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so she, she kind of yeah. talks about that, where it's just like, yeah, the alarm goes off, you know, five, four, three, two, one, like get out of bed, go, like, don't think about it, just do it because you're, you're gonna, you're gonna regret getting back yeah. Right. And, and then another thing you touched on diet, mm-hmm. um, I choose to not use that word. Mm-hmm. And that's because sure. um, diet to me always sounds temporary or sounds sure. like people have these connotations around diet. You know, um, I just say I'm just going to make better choices or uh, make the best choice I can for the day. So that's going to be, you know, trying to not eat the processed foods, trying to, you know, not eat the sugars. I love sweets. (laughs) So that's my biggest weakness, but uh, you know, so I just try to make healthy choices versus saying I'm on a diet. I'm never on a diet. I just can't, to me, that just doesn't lead me down the path I want to be on. So I say, I'm going to make healthy choices. Yeah, no. And I I think that's a great point. Yeah, absolutely. And and I I often don't use that word either, but I, because I think that it's ultimately right. It's, it's a lifestyle, right. And you've adapted, adopted the lifestyle of, Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm going to do my best to make the healthy choice. And I think more importantly too, is like, you know, if you, if you mess up, right. Like so the call it a mess up, right. And you have that cookie or whatever. It's like, okay, great. Like enjoy it. Like don't beat yourself up about yeah. it. Right? Don't let it, you know, don't let it potentially snowball, but like, don't beat yourself up about it. And like, if you, you know, I think if another, you know, kind of thing that, you know, I find talking to people about is like, give yourself a little bit of grace in that, like where if you had a glass of wine with friends, like that's awesome. Like don't, don't, you know, enjoy. Right. And I think you can absolutely attest to this, right. Like enjoy life and enjoy all of those small things that, you know, going out with friends and having cookies and and all that stuff. Oh, chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So this is, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, What would you say, um, to someone who just says like they can't, and, and, and maybe we kind of answered this already, but like if, if they're struggling with consistency, right? Like maybe they're, they're, they're on the wagon, right? And they, they do it and then they can only last a couple of days or a week or whatever. Like, do you have any tips? Like what has helped keep you consistent? You know, um, cause you know, typically at the gym, right? You're, you're a five day a week person. You're off, mm-hmm. you know, running on a couple other days of the week. Like you're pretty consistent. So like, what are, what are some things that you, you have done to help make yourself consistent to create that habit, right? You talked about creating those habits. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, um, I think the gym is just like anything else in your life, right? Uh, when you want to succeed at something, you have to make it a habit mm-hmm. and you have to, you know, you have to get it to be a habit. The most successful people have the most boring routine because they do the consistent things that make them successful, right? So um, it just becomes one of those non-negotiables in a way, correct? Right, absolutely. My time at the gym is 6 a.m. And so my, you know, my alarm clock set every day, my clothes are set out, my water's set. I go to bed at a certain time because I know I have to be up and out. And, you just have to make that commitment to yourself. And after, after the 
struggle at the beginning because it is a struggle and it is hard at the beginning. And hopefully that's where you get your network that can, you know, reach out and start helping you come in. Um, but then it just becomes such a joy because if you don't do it, then it feels like there's a hole in your day and you just don't know what, like you're off, you know? So, yeah. um, but it's just choose that time that works best for you. For me, I know it has to be in the morning because my nights get too crazy and I'm public facing, you know? So I get it done with in the morning so that it's done and I start my day energized and I just go, but it becomes a commitment to myself yeah. and a commitment to my team there at the gym now you know, we're, we're at that point where it's a commitment to them too. Yeah. Um, and it's just like anything else in life that, you know, whatever you find important, you're going to make time for and be committed to. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think exactly right to, to kind of finish on that, right. You're saying like, if it's important to you, you'll make time for it and you'll make, you know, commitment and, and, you know, I, I, I see this and, and, and maybe you can speak of this as, as well, okay, being a mom, but I, I see it a lot with, with moms is, is just like, you guys are so kind of, you put your efforts into making sure everyone else is taken care of, right? Like you're making sure your kids are, you know, taking all their sports activities and, and all that stuff. And then it's like you often, and, and we often find that moms put themselves last and then yeah. they wake up one day and they're like, what the heck happened? Like, I, I don't know. Right. And so I think, you know, ultimately it's to be the best version of you and to be the best mom and, and all that stuff. Like you have to invest in yourself first. Absolutely. And I think it gives your kids so much value to see you as a mom being strong and taking care of herself too, yeah. because it says I have worth too. Right. And it yeah. gives them, it teaches them how to have self-worth. So, because yeah. people learn most by watching Yes. It's not what we say, it's what we do. And so uh, babies, I mean, everything, right? Everything they learn by watching us. And so by us taking care of ourselves, we're teaching them. It's important for them to take care of themselves. And it, it's, it's the biggest thing you can do for your family, because if you are not healthy, if you're, you know, it's going to hurt them in the long run. Right. Yeah. So it, so it's the big, best thing you could do and your kids your kids will understand and they'll actually start having fun with it I mean it's great when I can go to the gym with my boys and lift with them yeah. I mean it feels great you know and when you hear your kids saying something like well my mom could bench that you know and you're <laughs> like, like yeah I can yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> um, or you know when you can go out and try to play basketball with them but you know you're not as good as them but it's okay you know but it's just so fun when you have then that relationship with your kids and I know it's hard um so when they were younger and they were playing soccer we're all on the soccer fields here in Pleasanton right, right. um that's when I started jogging because I had to bring the boys to the soccer fields for an hour before the game so I would start jogging around them you know so you can make time if you want to yeah. make time so. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. And I think that's a great point, right? Where it's like, yeah, you just have to get creative sometimes, but yeah, like, Hey, drop your kids off at their sports activities and, you know, go, yeah, go for a run, go for a walk. You know, that's a great, great way to do that. And then I think too, kind of what you were saying, like including, including family in, into it, right. And showing them that it's, it's um, like a normal part of everyday life to be fit and healthy and active and, and, and invest in, in, in themselves, I think is, is crucial. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, no, which I think are, are amazing points. So, yeah. um, so no, I think, I, I, I think we're going to end it there. I think this has been awesome. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, to share your story with us and, and talk about, 
being consistent and taking small steps and finding that support system, which I think are all crucial uh, to, uh, to, to overall success. So um, that was going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying your day and I will see you all next week. Great. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Prodigies Simply Fit. If you're a busy adult in the Tri-Valley and you're looking to lose weight, get stronger, and have more energy, we would love to help. If you're confused and overwhelmed with the amount of information regarding fitness and nutrition that's out there, we can simplify the process for you. Head over to our website at we-r-prodigy.com to get started today.